Since the order to shelter in place, Darko Buderitz has stayed at his Asheville home, trying to remain creative during the pandemic while pondering the future of classical music after it, not just for the Asheville Symphony, but for symphony orchestras everywhere. The experience will change. This is too big to simply ignore and say, okay, we're going to go back to life as usual. So I think the changes might be in terms of how we approach concerts, and how we communicate with audiences. Buderitz is in his second season as Asheville's music director. He said his third season, and almost certainly his fourth, will be programmatically, and perhaps even functionally, shaped by the pandemic. Major pieces of music spotlighting robust brass and winds? Don't expect to hear those in concert anytime soon. Certain sections, for example, if we need to, we can wear masks, and that provides a layer of protection, and we can distance fairly easily between each other. But woodwinds and brass sections generate more aerosol than breathing. It's like sneezing continuously. And if that's an environment where we don't feel safe, we cannot have a large orchestra performance. So, Buderitz and others who guide concert programming are facing three big questions. One, even after health professionals approve live concerts in concept, will people be ready to join an audience? Second, what range of repertoire makes both artistic sense and practical sense from a public health perspective? And lastly, are there opportunities to foster new avenues of performance the orchestra hasn't indulged? Now there's an opportunity to explore a whole different repertoire. We might go with smaller works from from the 18th century, from the Baroque period, from the 20th century. There's a lot of repertoire that we have not performed because we like to go big, engage all of our orchestra, engage the audience with the mass of sound. Can we take a piece that maybe calls for forces larger than we would like to put on, modify it uh, for a different instrumentation that would allow it to be presented? Jason Posnock is the orchestra's concertmaster. This gives us the opportunity to break up into smaller groups and perform throughout this region in venues that we haven't really had the chance to go into. There is still nothing more powerful. There is still no vehicle that is more colorful than the symphony orchestra. So I don't believe this is the beginning of the end of the symphony orchestra. Again, Darko Buderitz. In late summer, early fall, is there a possibility that an outdoor concert could be held in a venue where people would feel comfortable social distancing and everything else? Then that really opens up more artistic possibility. David Whitehill, the orchestra's executive director, wants to see the orchestra emerge from the pandemic with programming that appeals to audiences beyond the foundation of white seniors. Do our audiences reflect Asheville yet? No. Is there work to be done? Absolutely. And now is the moment we get the opportunity to do that kind of work. Buderitz also expects Asheville and other orchestras to lean into repertoire that speaks to these times. We find, you know, throughout history that adverse situations have led to bursts of creativity. Especially now, I think a lot of the creative energy will go in reflecting on the trauma of this experience. There is one question orchestra leaders can't answer on their own, but they speak with uniform confidence that, yes, the public will be ready to return to concerts wherever and whenever they're held. The same reasons that people attended concerts in the past are going to exist in the future. I do think it's going to take some time, especially if somebody is in that more vulnerable population group. And I don't blame them. I know the moment myself when I do have a chance to step on the stage with my musicians after this is all over. It will be absolutely magical.
And I'm moved speaking to you now, talking about it, just thinking of what that would feel like. The Asheville Symphony is planning and printing a brochure for its 2021 season at Thomas Wolfe Auditorium, which they hope to launch next February. I'm Matt Pikin, BPR News.